Hi guys and welcome to Portcover Sports Talks and we are going to talk about the Union Berlin versus Bayern Munich match. So it's like oxygen that Bundesliga has returned and it's uh, the first major European top flight league to return uh, after this lockdown. And yes, there are a lot of safety protocols, but these are the boring stuff. So let's just jump into the match. Uh, though I'm excited because it's football, the game wasn't that exciting. Uh, Bayern started off with a 4-2-3-1, the generic uh, formation, whereas Berlin played a 3-4-3, which they actually really used well. So we'll, we'll be talking about it. Uh, so let's start off with... Uh, a few key points in the game. Bayern was playing a kind of a high line uh, and yes the offside traps that they were actually putting out were really really on point but yes there were chances where uh, they could have conceded a goal because of uh, maybe lack of coordination from Boateng's end uh, between Boateng and Alaba. Well we can't actually uh, say Alaba, tell Anab Alaba anything about it because you know he's not a primary centre-back but he has been doing brilliant in the centre-back position and uh, Boateng's slips were at critical places uh, which could have actually caused uh, maybe two goals I guess yes I think yes two goals it could have caused just because of boating slips and it was like in like either inside there was one inside the uh, penalty box which he failed to clear uh, luckily there wasn't any of the uh, Union Berlin strikers there otherwise I think they would have scored another one was uh, from a sliding tackle where he missed the ball so these are the things which are actually uh, relevant with many players because after the lockdown they are coming in they are a bit rusty it will take some time for them to get used to this uh, high-end and high-intensity game but yes the game nonetheless was really good the game saw a few uh, few patches where uh, the game was being clustered in one position in or in one place which was usually when, whenever Union Berlin got the ball or maybe during the set pieces uh, like from an offset call or maybe goal kicks so that's something uh, to be uh, that's something we should focus on because you know uh, when you're clustering you're actually uh, making it easy for the opponent team to break and make the game wider which Bayern did but they didn't actually score from anything any wide play uh, just from breaking those clusters made by Union Berlin. But yes, uh, that's an effective way to keep the ball within yourself uh, and actually uh, shorten the space for running uh, inside the midfield for players like uh, Goretzka, Muller, who are actually like kind of fox in the box. So it blocks their way. Brilliant move by Union Berlin in that uh, in that manner, but yes, it is risky uh, to put on a strategy like that against uh, against a team like Bayern, who has uh, PC wingers like Nabri, and you have uh, Alfonso Davis, who has been brilliant this season. Uh, he's primarily a primarily a winger, but he plays as a left back just because of these injury injury scenario, and he has been doing a lot of justice in that position. Yes. Uh, so let's uh, move on to uh, how each of these teams played. Bayern did not play up to the level it was expected. 
but Union Berlin did a really good job to contain Bayern for a long time but then they had a penalty which we'll be talking about yes so Union Berlin did contain Bayern and in the starting they did get uh, more chances to actually uh, get some goals but nonetheless they lack finishing they're a really physical side very physical side but they lack the finishing uh, but you know they have just come up in the Bundesliga for the first time uh, they're playing in the top flight of the German league any of the top European uh, leagues so I think uh, I think it's very very uh, it's something that we should appreciate very much as containing a team like Bayern is not at all easy all right so Bayern was really sloppy at times uh, they did really play well at the ending of the uh, at the last phase of the game but there were moments where uh, we could see something which actually nobody has seen much which is Thiago Alcantara uh, miss passing like uh, there was a long ball from the left hand side and he uh, tried to attempt the long ball but it was like an it, it was a vague long ball so that's something that's a very very rare scenario that we actually saw just as rare as empty stadiums in the Bundesliga so uh, the players are a bit rusty Bayern got, took some time to get into their rhythm but once they got into the rhythm it was really clearly evident that yes they were going for the goal but yes they were lacking finishing but that's just because uh, one part is because they are coming on after a forced lockdown for about about two months and uh, they had no friendly matches uh, whatsoever. So these are the things that uh, actually cause players problem in the first match. It's like a preseason, first match of the preseason. It's basically like a first match of the preseason where uh, all the players are rusty. So I uh, can't really blame any one of them, but the game was good. Uh, Yes, every game is going to be good now because we missed football. So, uh, we will be biased in that way a bit, but still, it's fine. Uh, we could see Bayern get their uh, rhythm at the 22nd minute. But uh, Union actually contained them by uh, playing a lot of physical football. And uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see more of that from Union in the rest of the league. Yes, uh, a major part was missing... Uh, uh, which was different was the weather the weather was uh, absolutely uh, not as uh, Bundesliga is used to in playing it's like entering summer in Germany and uh, in 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 reality it should have been the last uh, week or second last week of uh, Bundesliga and this was like the conclusion we concluded uh, the, the league where uh, you actually conclude the whole league and do all the ceremonies like this was to be uh, meant to be the last phase of the league but nonetheless we have started watching football again and that's a very very bright side all right so let's talk about the goals uh the first one uh it's a very uh, controversial goal if you have seen it uh, if you have not just go and like feed on the ha feed on the highlights uh, you'll see uh there was a set piece and then a header by goretzka to ganabri ganabri had a uh, good chance to finish it but uh, it's because of his presence of mind he actually tried to pass it to Muller to get a solid and a clear-cut goal and uh, I can't really blame any one of the players in that scenario because it's in that scenario you can't think much you don't get time to think much as, as players are coming in inside the D box uh, inside the penalty box 
and uh, it was merely offside. It was like merely offside, and if it wouldn't have been a VAR decision, I think VAR decision. I don't think it would have caught caught anyone's eye. Uh, that easily so yes justice has been done as that goal was disallowed but uh, it was a really close one all right so the next goal came off from a very very sloppy tackle by Subotic uh, on uh, Goretzka inside the penalty box as they considered a penalty so this shows that how these players are not yet at uh, their edge and they are still working towards it Subotic uh, had uh, uh, very good stints against uh, Bayern in his Dortmund days. Uh, I think he relived that again. Uh, but yes, uh, the penalty. Now, let's talk about the penalty. The penalty was, in my opinion, it was pathetic. Uh, for a player like uh, Robert Lewandowski, uh, that penalty is something... Which, uh, which, if if the goalkeeper was a bit better, I'm, I'm sure it, they, he would have saved it because it wasn't that far away from the goalkeeper's hand. So again, yes, uh, rusty. So, uh, but the term rusty uh, doesn't go well with a lethal and edgy finisher like uh, Robert Lewandowski. But then let's move on to the second goal, which I think was one of the perfect, one of the most perfect moments in the match. Uh, for Bayern where a perfect cross from Kimmich and a perfect header by Pavard as he was being guarded by two defenders. He got up, did a lot of work to do that to do that, and yes, a header. The last time he scored in the Bundesliga was probably in match 9 uh, and yes, against uh, Union, I guess. Yes, uh, so we could see Pavard also attempting a, a shot or a kind of a volley from the right-hand side uh, exactly how he scored for France in the in the World Cup. So, uh, Pavard has proved to be uh, one of the key members of uh, of the Bayern squad this season and yes, along with Alfonso Davis uh, at the back. But uh, the main industrious players were Kimmich and Thiago Alcantara because, because the way they actually orchestrated the whole midfield it's like praiseworthy and it's something uh, it's it's beautiful to the eye and you know uh, how intelligent uh, Thiago Alcantara is we know him from the Barca days where he was a wizard he still is a wizard and Kimmich who has started off again to play as a uh, more in a more central role as a DM or a CM and he has been doing great the way he handles the ball the way he actually uh, controls the ball He's a great passer of the ball, great crosser of the ball. And uh, in a way, it's very industrious to have a player like Kimmich uh, at, the, uh, at, at, at the central midfield area. Okay, uh, so let's talk about, uh, we have talked about the goals. Uh, yes, Lewandowski wasn't at par at his level. And now let's talk about uh, the yellow cards. The first yellow card, I have a huge objection, which was for Lenz. Uh, on a loose tackle for Pavard, but it was really very light. It wasn't something. Uh, it should have been a warning at max, but it, it it's just not a yellow card. It's it can't be a yellow card. It it was a very very light challenge. Uh, the next challenge was from uh, Davis on Promil, which got him a yellow card. Yes, that was a 
something I think uh, Alfonso Davis will know and that was intentional uh, by his movement and by his face expression it was evident that yes he wanted to go in for the tackle and yes he did and yes he suffered and got a yellow card the next yellow card is going to be very important that we are talking about it's uh, it's for Kevin Scottleback and he is at the heart of the defense and he, it, this yellow card uh, it was a foul on Goretzka. I don't know why people are actually going uh, uh, going for, to Goretzka to to all the fouls. Man, he's an important player for Bayern Munich. Please don't do that. Uh, but nonetheless, all jokes apart, he's going to miss the next match, and I think it's going to be crucial for Union Berlin. And yes, and yes, uh, it's something to worry about in the next match because Bundesliga in this weather, uh, it's very physically demanding. So you need your fittest player and your best players all the time in the pitch on the pitch so that's going to be uh, a really uh, tough situation for Union Berlin but nonetheless they are going to come on so let's talk about that like we have covered all of the match so if you want to stick around for a few facts here are a few facts uh, Trimmel has had Trimmel the uh, player from Union Berlin has had around seven assists from uh, set pieces and yes Union Berlin in this season has been very very lethal uh, from the set pieces the next one is Kingsley Coman came on for his 100th Bundesliga game he has been plagued by uh, numerous numerous injuries and yes he was also contemplating his life where he was considering uh, a year or two back he was considering uh, retiring from football at this age because he was tired of these injuries that he was facing I hope uh, the Bayern squad in the health arena, health arena and the physio arena are going to do a good job on him to keep him healthy and make sure he's not injury prone. That's a very important thing because as a player, he's very important both for uh, the club and the national side and he's super injury prone. So there's something to be worked on there and I hope they will. And Gentner, he's a very uh, experienced player and... Uh, Union Berlin hasn't had faced, didn't face Bayern Munich in a competitive match, but this was the first time for a lot of players, but not for Gentner. He has faced this was this was like uh, his twenty fifth time uh, when 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 he actually faced FC Bayern. He has played for other club, but yes, that was his twenty fifth time placing the German uh, playing the German giants, and he came on in the second half, added a lot of maturity in the game and uh, actually changed the game a bit in the midfield the passes were good and he was a bit of a controlling force in the midfield and yes in all over he was actually controlling the game a lot in a lot of ways so uh, this is how i can actually uh, conclude the game and i'm really happy that bundesliga is back and you can see all the safety and you can you could see the celebrations it was like using this these parts of your hands to actually give your player give your brothers or your teammates high fives and all but yes nonetheless it's back it's back guys and hopefully you are going to watch all the bundesliga matches internationally internationally it's getting a hell lot of uh viewers from all around the world and uh, uh players like uh, uh Fans like us who are actually, we could see, we are, we could say that we are, we were officially football starved 
and now we are actually getting our life back so i'm very happy about this i'm sure you are uh time to end this uh session and yes please stay safe and please uh follow all the rules for safety and health and keep your family and yourself safe because it's really really important and it's a tough time for everyone so let's fight it together and i'm sure we are going to win this and till then keep following bundesliga as football is officially back my friends <laughs>